The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey, blessed people. Welcome back to the Temple Fuel podcast. And if you're new here, I am your host, Monica. And if you're not, welcome back again. I'm so glad that you decided to tap in for another episode this month of July. Happy July. Healthy July. I hope you guys had a really, really fruitful uh, blessed June. I hope all was well for you. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about July. I'm excited about what God is going to do. Um, I'm excited. And I'm even more excited to bring you guys this episode today. So I'm really excited. Soul care. Soul care. I don't know if we've ever talked about this topic or, you know, if we just ever even discussed this, but I really wanted to bring uh, this topic to you guys because I feel like a lot of times, you know, most of the people that I'm speaking to, you know, we do a lot for others. You know, we're servers. Um, you know, we, we're always doing something for other people. You know, we, we put ourselves to the side often, you know, and we're doing for others. And I really just wanted to talk about this topic today and the Lord laid it on my heart, you know, even as he's processing, um, me processing, processing me with this topic, um, he laid it on my heart to share with you guys, because I want, I don't want us to be burnt out. You know, God has, uh, called us to disciple. God has called us to serve. He has not called us to burn ourselves out, kill ourselves in the name of serving in discipleship, okay? So, you know, we are here to serve. We are here to disciple, you know, uh, for the kingdom and, and all of that. And that's very important. That's very true. However, God does not want us neglecting ourselves, you know, not taking care of ourselves, you know, um, not taking care of ourselves in the name of discipleship and servitude. So servitude. So I just want to clarify that. Um, and I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about that today. So the importance of soul care, um, the importance of caring for your soul, you know, what does this mean? Why is this? necessary? What does this have to do with advancing the kingdom? I think a lot of people, for one, have not even heard a lot about the soul or heard a lot about soul care. And like I said, even what this means. So I just want to talk about this a little bit. Um, And if you've never heard, if you did not know, the soul is made up of the mind, the will and the emotion. So as always, if you got your pen or if you on your phone, grab, you know, turn to your note app um, or, you know, take a piece of paper or something and write this down. The soul is made up of the mind, the will and the emotions. And I'm going to break this down a little bit the way that the Holy Spirit gave it to me um, just to kind of help you understand what it means and why it is so important. So the mind, let this mind be in me, which is also in Christ Jesus, Philippians 2 and 5, and then also Romans 12 and 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's Romans 12 and 2. Then the will. So the will is a firm desire or determination. So you can have have a will to win. It's also the desire or choice, especially of someone in power or authority, used to express a command, exhortation, or injunction. It's used to express capability or sufficiency. It's also used to express determination, 
insistence, persistence, or willfulness. And then emotion. It's a conscious mental reaction. So with emotion, I really want to break this down. I thought this was extremely interesting. The pattern goes emotions. So emotions result from external stimuli and are sensations caused from the chemicals released in the brain. But emotions are not feelings. So after emotions comes feelings. And feelings are just thoughts about the emotions. After feelings, you have moods. Moods are just less intense, and it's basically how we feel over time, but they also change. So you can have different moods, but moods are not feelings. Feelings are a result of your emotions. So I just thought that was really interesting. That's just more of the psychological aspect of how it all works together. I thought that was really interesting. So just to kind of recap that, because I feel like I went through it kind of fast, the soul is made up of the mind the will, and the emotion. So mind, I wanted to give you the scriptures, let this mind be in me, which is also, or the scripture says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 2 and 5. And then Romans 12 and 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And then we talked about emotions, which is a conscious mental reaction. The pattern goes emotions, feelings, and mood. Now, my pastor, one of, of three, <laughs> you know, I have two pastors and then I have an assistant pastor, did a teaching on this a while ago, a while ago that far, far superseded what we're going to even discuss today. Um, and I'm open to admit, I wish I would have taken more time, you know, to really listen and understand. I mean, it was a very, very thorough teaching. Um, but I still nonetheless wanted to share with you what God has given me on this topic today. You know, and like I said, I want to talk about how important the soul is to God and how the soul affects the spirit. You know, I'm sure you can imagine how important caring for the soul is after breaking down what the soul is a part of. Now, the soul communicates with the spirit. And if the soul isn't well, you can only imagine how it can taint the spirit man. So I'm going to say that again. If the soul is not well, you can only imagine how the soul can taint your spirit man. And we're talking about the importance of caring for your soul. And I just want to make it a point to say you can't help anyone if you're not well. You know, you have to take the time to, you know, as a servant, as a disciple, you still have to take the time for you. And I want, you know, people to understand that these titles are a part of who we are. They aren't all that we are. I'm going to say that again. These titles are a part of who we are, but they are not all that we are. You know, we are a disciple of Christ. Yes, we serve for Christ. You know, yes, we have various titles in the kingdom, but that's just a portion of who we are. And that's like with anything, you know, you might be a daughter. You're not only a daughter. You might be a son. That's not all you are. You might be a mother. You might be a father, but that's not the whole part of who you are. And once we realize that, we will understand, you know, as it relates to soul care, why it's so important to to take care of ourselves. And yes, God takes care of us. However, he also gives us tools in our toolbox to do the things that he's already equipped us to do. And so he gives us those tools. If you got the tools in the toolbox to go and put something together, you don't need to call the handyman. You already have what you need. And especially if you got the tools and you know what you're doing. And that's what God does. He gives us the tools and he teaches us and shows us what to do. And that's what in relation to soul care, that's the importance of soul care. You know, God gives us the tools in our toolbox. He gives us the instructions and he shows us what we are to do with those instructions and with those tools. So 
I want you to care for your soul. And, you know, it's very important. There are very different ways that, you know, you can care for your soul. And the, the ways that stood out first to me is, you know, you can care for your soul with solitude. Right now in this season, one way that you can care for your soul is with solitude. Taking that time by yourself, taking that time by yourself with God. You know, a lot of times solitude is frowned upon and and at times it can be dangerous, you know, depending on where your mental state is. Um, You know, however, when you take time for solitude to meditate with God, to meditate on God's word, to invite God into your presence, solitude, you take solitude to a whole different meaning. You know, solitude can be dangerous if you're not, you know, using your time wisely. You know, solitude can be dangerous if you are not in a good mental place. Yes, solitude can be dangerous, you know, for many different ways, but solitude can also be very, very beneficial. In times of solitude, most of the time that gives you an opportunity to allow God to come in. It gives you a time to think. It gives you a time to reflect. It gives you time to just to just be. And it really opens up the door for God to come in. So you, one way that you can care for your soul is with some solitude. Don't be afraid of some silence. Don't be afraid of quiet time. Don't get, you know, anxious in that time. You know, just sit and allow God to come in and commune with you in that solitude. He honors that time that we take to say, God, I'm turning the TV off. I'm even turning the worship music off. I'm even turning the music off. I'm even turning, you know, I'm taking some solitude. I'm, I'm intentionally saying, hey, I need some time to myself by myself so that I can allow God in my space. That is a part of soul care, you know, as well as silence. And that kind of goes hand in hand with solitude, but, you know, silence, just taking time for silence. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, in a house or whatever. It can be in a car. It can be just time where it's just silence, which a lot of times, like I said, goes with solitude. You know, you can be in solitude and it may not always be silent, but you know, when you pair that silence with that solitude, you're allowing God to come in. You're giving room for God to come in, to talk to you, to commune with you. You're showing him that, hey, I don't want any other voices. I just want to hear from God. Another way that you can care for your soul is with rest the big R word. And we hear this and it sounds good and it's really aesthetic right now. You know, however, rest is important. You know what I mean? Um, Rest is important. And and I believe you don't necessarily have to earn rest. Now, if you lazy, you're not doing nothing. That's a different story, you know, but I'm talking to people. I believe I'm talking to people who are busy. You know, I'm talking to people who are active and are productive and are not just sitting around being slothful. In that case, you don't have to earn rest. You know what I mean? God gives us rest. Jesus rested. You know, he worked first, then he rested. And so I want us to understand that as a part of soul care, sometimes we need to just rest. And sometimes that rest can be a lot longer than we've ever rested before. And for some of us busy bees, (laughs) some of us busy bees, this is new for us. Some of us busy bees, this is just foreign. Some of us, you know, we rested, but it was in a different season and the season looked different. But now we're in a new season and resting this new season looks different. It doesn't have to be a good or a bad thing, even though I believe most Most of us are in really good seasons where God is calling us to rest. You know, we got to rest. It's a part of soul care. It's a part of rejuvenation. We need it for our our mind, for our will, for our emotions. We got to have rest. When those, when we're not rested, it leaves room for that mind, for the will, for the emotions to be all out of whack. 
Because what the enemy sometimes will try to do when we're tired is it, it, it can cloud your judgment. When you're not giving yourself time to rejuvenate and to recuperate, thank you, Lord, the enemy will try to mess with that mind, will try to mess with your will, will try to mess with your emotions. It's almost like he tries to kick you when you're down. It's almost like, you know, somebody who's injured, you know, you, why would you beat up an injured person? Or why would you try to, to pick a fight or call for a, a, a boxing match with a, a boxer who, you know, only has one eye. He can only see out of one eye. You know what I mean? That's kind of how the enemy tries to do us when we're tired. And so we don't understand how powerful and how important rest is. It seems so counterintuitive to many of us. It sounds so stupid. It sounds so unnecessary. It sounds lazy. It feels lazy, but we got to remember even Jesus rested after he create after God created the earth. He rested. Even Jesus, he went and, and rested. He slept for a minute. You know, Jesus, when he was here and in the flesh, he rested. He rested. So it's important for us to understand rest. And I believe that, you know, I heard another preacher say this and it, and it really enlightened me. You know, Jesus didn't in his sovereignty and his powerfulness. He didn't. He doesn't. His spirit, he never slumbers nor sleeps. I believe that, you know, in his flesh, he rested to show us as humans because we are in this flesh that we, too, have to rest. And I believe that I stand in that, you know, I, I believe that, you know, he showed us how to rest because we as humans, we're going to need to rest. So do not, you know, um, discount rest. Don't fight it. You know, take the rest, you know, take the rest that you need. So rest is, is a part of soul care. Also prayer. Prayer is critical. When the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, it means pray without ceasing. We need to pray. I don't think it's going to ever be a season where we're not called to pray pray without ceasing. That is something that we're required to do. That's something that we need to do. And as a part of taking care of your soul, you got to pray. In order to keep your mind, your will and emotions intact, you need to be praying because you want to be able to let out what's going on to the father. And you want to also be open because it's a two way street. It should be to receive whatever the father wants to download and impart in you. So we should always be praying. If we want to take care of our soul, we should be praying, praying without ceasing. You can pray in the bed, pray in the bathroom, pray as you walk and pray as you talking, pray, pray, pray. Yes, there is a model to praying. If you don't know that model, if you don't understand that, that model just start off by talking to God father in the name of Jesus that'll get his attention you know what I mean your posture you can even bow down on the side of your bed that's a that's a posture that posture is a submissive posture so if you choose to be submissive you're gonna get God's attention that way you know lifting your hands gets his attention lifting your head to the heavens gets his attention yes there is a model prayer you know there's a way though that if you don't understand that model prayer yet if you ain't ready yet there are certain postures that I believe will get God's attention your heart is a posture if you sit God here he sees the heart the scripture says that man looks on the outward God looks at the heart so even if you ain't did none of the things I just mentioned you don't have a clue what that model prayer is yet if your heart is open and receptive God is hearing you and you can start praying with an open and receptive heart so in order to take care of that soul we want to make sure that we're praying we also want to make sure that we're worshiping and praising and there is a difference between that we want to make sure that we're worshiping and praising and i'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail with that i would advise you to look it up but praising is just what it says you know telling god how much you love him how much you adore him how much you appreciate him just thanking him for how great he is 
first and foremost? Do we know who he is and how great he is? Thanking him for that and then also praising him for what he has done, because I believe there's levels to this. You don't want no one just coming to you saying thank you just because you do stuff for them or give them stuff. But you want to be you want to be liked for just who you are. And that is the same. You know, Christ wants us to love him for who he is. You know, he's a reward of them that diligently seek him, not his stuff, but him, who he is. So we want to make sure that we're coming to him, you know, thanking him for who he is first. And yes, of course, thanking him for what he does for us. Of course, both are important. So we want to make sure that we're doing both you know, rightfully speaking, when we're praising and the same with worship, you know, worshiping is just loving on him. Worshiping is just, you know, showing our love and our admiration for him and just sitting in his presence. A lot of it goes with solitude, you know, worshiping him, just bowing down and just worshiping him and just loving on him and just kind of goes hand in hand with the praise, you know, saying those good things about him and telling him, you know, who he is and just surrendering in that time of worshiping, you know, just a lot of it is just surrendering and submitting in that time of worship and lifting him up, you know, giving all glory to him, lifting him up. That's a part of that worship time. And that's two things that we could do, you know, for soul care. There's two things we should be doing in worship and praising. And then also pray. And like I mentioned, praise. So worship and praise. So in order to care for your soul, you want solitude. You know, you want to have some time of solitude. You want to have some time of silence. You want to have some time of rest. You want to have some time of prayer and you also want to make sure that you're worshiping and praising. So I pray that this guys, that this makes sense to you guys. Again, we want to take care of our soul. Our soul is made of our mind, our will and the emotions. And remember that in order to be any good for anybody else, in order to serve well, in order to disciple well, we got to take care of our soul. And if you're feeling disconnected from the father, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling weak, you know, make sure that you're, you're reevaluating. Am I praying? Have I taken some solitude and silence to give room for God? Am I resting? Am I resting my physical body? Am I I praying, you know, am I worshiping and am I praising? I can guarantee that those things will begin to revitalize your soul. It will begin to help care for your soul. So I want to encourage you to take some time to do those. And not just if you're feeling weary or tired, even it's just daily maintenance. These are things to keep the soul up, you know, but also if you are feeling weary and tired, I want you to evaluate again. Am I taking time for solitude? Am I silencing? Am I taking some time for silence so that I can allow God to speak and come in? Am I resting? You know what I mean? Am I praying? Am I worshiping? Am I also praising? Because we want to take care of our soul. And remember, the soul is made up of the mind. The soul is made up of the will. The soul is made up of the emotion. And it's necessary for our mind, our will, and our emotion to be well. Because if it's not well, then it's not going to communicate very healthily with our spirit man. If the soul is not well, the spirit is not going to be well. We need our soul to be well in order for our spirit man, spirit man to be well. They work hand in hand. So I pray that this blessed you guys. It's not a long, a long message today. I pray that it encouraged you. Sorry if it's a little choppy. I pray it makes sense. I will put the scriptures in the show notes, but I want to encourage you guys. Take care of your soul. Take Seek that solitude. Seek that silence. Pray. Worship. Rest. Seek God in all that you do. Take care of your soul. Take care of your soul so you can be a good disciple. Take care of your soul so that you can be a good servant of Christ. Take care of your soul so that you can hear from God and be connected to God. Take care of your soul. Your soul communicates with your spirit. We need your soul well. 
I love you guys. I pray that all is well and I will see you for your second episode. If you have not already, be sure to share this episode with someone. Share an episode with someone who needs some encouragement. Subscribe so that you receive notifications, you know, when new episodes um, drop. And also, I don't think I told you guys, but I do have uh, my website is up now, templefuel.com. I definitely encourage you guys to check that out where you can find link to the podcast. I also have a confidence guide that's out there. Um, You can also book me if you're interested in like habit coaching. I have a couple other resources um, that are available out there. I do a little bit of one-on-one virtual fitness training. So, you know, if you're here from my social media, you know a little bit about that side of me. If not, this is new, but definitely check out the website. I'll drop it in the comments, templefuel.com. But I love you guys. I pray that you guys are well. I thank you for listening to this episode and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.